Josh. And I'm Gabriel. And today on Reading the Gospel, we are looking at the event where Jesus honors John. This is found in Matthew chapter 11, and we'll be reading verse 7 through verse 24, but it's also found in Luke chapter 7, verses 24 through 35. We will be in Matthew chapter 11, beginning with verse 7. Follow along with us. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds concerning John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing? Behold, those who wear soft clothing are in king's houses. What did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. Truly I say to you, among those born of women, there has arisen no one greater than John the Baptist. Yet the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. And if you are willing to accept it, he is Elijah who is to come. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. But to what shall I compare this generation? It is like the children sitting in the marketplace and calling to their playmates. We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge, and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they said, Look at him, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is justified by her deeds. Then he began to denounce the cities where most of his mighty works had been done, because they did not repent. Woe to you, Chorazan and Bethsaida, if the mighty works done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon. They would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I tell you, it will be more bearable on that day of judgment for Tyre and Sidon than for you. And you, Capernaum, you, will you be exalted in hev to heaven? You will be brought down to Hades. For if the mighty works done in you had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. But I tell you, that it will be more tolerable on that day of judgment for the land of Sodom than for you. At that time, Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All these things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal Him. So this is Jesus um, talking about John uh, right, right at the end of John's ministry and lifting up what he has done. But he also gets into this comparison that we'll, we'll get to a little bit later. John 
uh, remember just sent two of his disciples uh, from from the prison when he was alone and discouraged and had questions and uh, asked Jesus Christ are you the Messiah who has to come or should we wait for someone else because he has heard all these stories about the ministry of Messiah the preaching the healing the casting out of demons and for some reason Messiah was not reaching out to him to save him from prison mm -hmm. and as soon as those disciples left those two disciples of John the Baptist Jesus had this amazing talk publicly in front of the crowd commending and honoring John the Baptist yeah. this is a lesson that I learned about uh, how to honor those who serve God and those who um, may not like to have an upfront on stage position and uh, our responsibility is to always bring them before others as good examples of course Jesus Christ who knows anyone's heart was able to do this in a perfect way and I think Jesus gives a, a very dire warning to us because he talks about John you know John came neither eating nor drinking and they say he has a demon and Jesus came um, and they say he's a glutton and a drunkard and a friend of tax collectors and sinners and we can find bad things even in godly people mm -hmm. um, or we can not not bad things we can find things to critique I should flaws. say um, not even flaws um, we it's maybe outside of our custom or our traditions and it's mm -hmm. not what we do or expectations yeah and, and so we look at others and say you're in the wrong or you're not uh, socially acceptable and and we can tear people down and so this is this is a question today for us who are we tearing down and are they God's servants mm -hmm. um, you know it, it's the next the woe to the unrepentant cities that Jesus comes into you know it can apply to us today as well when we connect uh, the commending of John the Baptist versus the woes to those cities mm -hmm. John the Baptist stands out even more mm -hmm. by contrast and I like how Jesus Christ blended both into one speech yeah and also the last part because this uh, reading has kind of three parts it's commanding of John the Baptist is the woes to those cities and the day of judgment and the last part is Jesus Christ has a prayer talking to his father summarizing the whole day the whole event so what does this section tell you about God a lot first uh, what I mentioned already how God rewards uh, and how God looks at those who serve him Mm -hmm. uh, even if they go through difficult moments they have questions or doubts or so um, each of these persons who had a mission from God are very important in his eyes and by by contrast is those who rejected these people as well as who rejected Christ mm -hmm. because if we reject uh, one of Jesus disciples we reject uh, the person who sent him that is Jesus yeah so when we reject uh, this uh, people of God uh, we are highly 
accountable in the day of judgment. Yeah. I, I think reading this, what this passage tells me about God is I do not understand him. Like th there are parts of God that I will not fully understand because it says here, and, and we talked about this earlier, for mighty, if the mighty works done in you had been done in Sodom, it would remain until this day. And you asked mm -hmm. me the question, well, why didn't God do mighty works in Sodom? And the bottom line is, I don't know. Um, I'm not God, though. And I, I don't know what would have happened or what wouldn't have happened. Um, but I just need to put my trust in God. I think that's what how this speaks to me today is that there are some things that I might not be able to explain. On the other side, in Jesus' own words, in his prayer, starting with verse 25, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Mm -hmm. There is something here that is as simple as a childish faith yeah. or trust that is enough for our salvation. The miracles of Jesus Christ, his behavior, his character, what was important for him, what he did, reveals a God that we can love and we can trust and we can obey. And I think that is enough. Exactly. And I think that's important to share that that God reveals what we need mm -hmm. um, and we can find a loving, caring Savior in there. And the sections that I might not understand, I don't need to worry about or dwell on. Just leave it. And if God ever wants to reveal it, he can. If he doesn't, it's up to him. Yeah, this passage, especially those woes about the cities around Capernaum, the headquarters of mm -hmm. Jesus Christ in, in Galilee, um, so this passage is not intended for us to build a ranking on this yeah. passage, a ranking of sinners to see which were the worst and, and to anticipate some moments of the day of judgment. No, that's not the purpose. Mm -hmm. The purpose is for us to take in the message of Jesus Christ. And we'll see later in the next episode, the invitation of Jesus Christ. Yeah, and I, I think for me, my answer to that gets into the, the our next question. How does this passage speak to me, and what am I going to do about it? And when I look at this passage, how it's speaking to me is there. I am responsible for the light that I have. Mm -hmm. And if I reject it, then I am putting myself in a dangerous position. Um, if I reject it, I could be... Uh, facing a, a harder judgment than Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, and it's it's not just the light that I have, it's the light that I could have had. You know, if I, if I say, well, I don't want to learn more about God, so I'm not going to read my Bible. Well, that's rejecting potential information, even if I follow everything I know already, but don't seek to grow closer to God, I'm, I'm still rejecting uh, revelation of him. Yeah, you reject God's initial purpose for us human beings because God blessed human beings, the first two in the Garden of Eden, and said, grow. Yeah. That is a commandment. So we have to grow not just physically, but emotionally, intellectually, and especially spiritually. Mm -hmm. It's our responsibility. If we do not grow, we 
die. Well, and the psalmist says, "My your word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. And, you know, it, it's our job to hide God's word in our heart, that we don't sin against him. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. there is a work that we need to do. Um, so don't reject. I think that's how it's speaking to me today. Something that spoke to me was uh, in Jesus' um, little parable there, he's quoting uh, a saying. It is like children, verse 16, sitting in the marketplaces and calling to their playmates, we played the flute for you and you did not dance. We sang a dirge and you did not mourn. Jesus Christ presents these two extremes and he identifies himself with those playing the flute and the minister of John the Baptist with those on the other side. And in between, there are many grays in between these two extremes. And Jesus Christ is using every possible opportunity to reach our hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has John the Baptist, who had very sharp words, uh, a guy raised in the wilderness, uh, used to those rough places and uh, just survival. And you have Jesus Christ, who was invited in the houses of rich people. And God is using different ways to communicate his message, to help us understand his will, to invite us to obey him. Let us pray. Father God, we want you to reach us. We want to have encounters with you every day as we study your word, as we make it a daily part of our life, Father. We pray that you will reveal to us your character. Amen. And more importantly, that we won't reject it. Mm -hmm. We pray that you will give us soft, receptive hearts for truth, for the things of God, and that we will be like those little children. And we will be faithful and ready to go wherever you lead. So go with us now. Protect us and guide us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.